Hi everyone, welcome to the Highlights from Ukraine podcast, your daily audio summary of the latest news reported in the Ukrainian media. I would like to take a moment and thank our Patreon supporters who make this project possible. Thank you guys, your support is very much appreciated. If you would like to join their ranks, follow the link in the description to this episode. My name is Artem, and here is the news. For 407 days, Ukraine defends itself against the forces of the Russian invasion. Oleksiy Danilov, Secretary of the National Security and Defense Council of Ukraine, stated that no more than 3 to 5 people on the planet have information about where and when the counteroffensive of the armed forces of Ukraine will begin, reports Radio Liberty. He warned that when someone makes a statement regarding the counteroffensive, it may not be true. Danilo added that Ukrainians will notice when everything begins. In late March, Oleksiy Reznikov, Minister of Defense of Ukraine, said that the General Staff of the Armed Forces of Ukraine is planning to conduct a counteroffensive on several fronts, but it all depends on the weather conditions, reports Ukrainska Pravda. The Ukrainian troops are also waiting for the right moment, and Reznikov believes it will happen in April or May. French President Emmanuel Macron, during his visit to China, urged Chinese President Xi Jinping to reason with Russia and help end the war in Ukraine, reports European Pravda. Macron said the West must engage Beijing to help end the crisis and prevent spiraling tensions that could split global powers into warring blocs. In comments after his meeting with Macron, Xi called for Ukraine and Russia to resume peace talks and find a political solution to the war. Macron also asked Xi to press Russia to comply with international rules on non-proliferation of nuclear weapons. The Chinese leader said all countries should respect commitments on not using nuclear weapons, without mentioning Russia. Macron believes that it is important to resume the discussion with everyone as soon as possible, in particular with Russia. At the same time, he noted that we want not just an end to the conflict, but respect for the sovereignty and territorial integrity of Ukraine. The French president stressed the importance of establishing a lasting peace. At the end of his official visit to Poland, President of Ukraine Volodymyr Zelensky met with mayors of Polish cities and presented them with the Ukrainian honorary insignia Savior City, reports Suspilne. The head of state thanked Zeshov, Przemysl, Lublin and Helm for the unprecedented support provided to millions of Ukrainians forced to seek refuge from the war. Also, Zelensky noted the arrangement of hundreds of reception points for Ukrainians on the Polish border and creation of hubs and logistics centers for the collection and transfer of humanitarian cargo to Ukraine. Interim Prime Minister of Poland Mateusz Morawiecki, who was present at the meeting, said the Poles wholeheartedly provided the necessary assistance to the citizens of Ukraine. The United States, along with Germany and Hungary, opposes the intentions of other NATO member states to offer Ukraine a roadmap for membership in the alliance at the summit in Vilnius this summer, reports European Pravda. According to the Financial Times sources, last month NATO Secretary-General Jens Stoltenberg presented a document to member states outlining practical and political proposals for Kyiv. Among them is a proposal for a new declaration on Ukraine's relations with NATO, which would be based on the 2008 statement that the country would one day become a member of the alliance. There was an active debate among NATO foreign ministers in Brussels this week about exactly what should be offered to Ukraine in the updated declaration. 
While all members of the alliance agree that NATO membership cannot be seriously discussed while the war in Ukraine continues, there has been a growing number of supporters of the idea of offering Ukraine a roadmap to the membership at the Vilnius summit, which would strengthen relations between the alliance and Kyiv. However, according to the sources, the United States, as well as Germany and Hungary, oppose this proposal. In September 2022, Ukraine applied for membership in the North Atlantic Alliance and expects to receive new assurances on joining NATO at the upcoming summit in Vilnius. President of Ukraine Volodymyr Zelensky previously said that Kyiv would not agree to alternative proposals that could replace NATO membership. Ukrainian Defense Minister Oleksiy Reznikov visited Greece on Thursday as part of regular meetings with NATO officials. During his visit he held a meeting with Greek Defense Minister, reports Militarny. Greece confirmed its readiness to provide military assistance to Ukraine for as long as it takes. Thus, Athens promised additional supplies of ammunition for artillery and small arms, access to Greek hospitals for wounded personnel and additional Soviet-era infantry fighting vehicles. Military officials said Greece had also provided instructors for Ukrainian special forces and tank operators as a contribution to the massive military assistance effort led by the United States and its allies. At the same time, the Greek defense minister said that they would not provide German-made Leopard tanks. Reznikov in turn said that Greece had offered assistance to Ukraine for better integration of its navy with NATO. 10,000 Ukrainian soldiers completed their training as part of the British Interflex training program, reports RBK-UA. The Ministry of Defense of the United Kingdom stressed that it aims to train 20,000 recruits in 2023. The World Bank predicts growth of Ukraine's economy at 0.5% this year, following a staggering contraction of 29.2% in 2022, reports Interfax Ukraine. According to the projections, the economy will grow by 3.5% next year. The World Bank said in the economic update for the region that while the economic toll suffered by Ukraine as a result of the invasion is enormous, the reopening of Ukraine's Black Sea ports and resumption of grain trade, as well as a substantial donor aid, are helping support economic activity this year. The World Bank added that the poverty rate in Ukraine, which increased from 5.5% to 24.1% last year, will remain practically at the same level this year, 24%. As a result, another 7.1 million people fell into poverty and 15 years of progress were brought to naught, the bank states. It estimates that more than a year after the start of the Russian invasion, almost 9 million refugees are outside the country, while there are more than 5 million internally displaced people inside. And the country has moved to a war economy that has become smaller, structurally changed in favor of the defense industry, more focused on military supplies, with much more government deployment and increased redistribution of private sector assets. At the same time, the World Bank for the first time published a forecast for 2025, which assumes an acceleration in growth of 6.5%. We would really appreciate if you could recommend us to your friends and family, as well as share information on social media. This way more people would learn about the highlights from Ukraine podcast and truth about Russia's invasion. We call on you to demand from governments of your countries to impose the toughest sanctions possible on Russia and its citizens to stop their invasion of Ukraine.